and still It's like I'm the last of the real It's like I'm the last of the Good morning, Kanye Shut the fuck up It's three in the morning Are you? I feel him still. I do. I do. I feel him. Yeah. So, fucking. You sent me that video of um. Kevin. I keep forgetting his first name. Kevin Samuels. Kevin yeah, Samuels. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah up this Kevin guy. Kevin Samuels. I'm a fan. Suit Saturday. I'm a fan. I'm a fan, man. Big Suit, up Kevin Samuels. Suit Saturdays. Suit Saturdays. You see that video you sent me? Yeah. About that woman that got engaged to five men. Yeah, I mean, look, Kevin Samuels, like I said to you, this guy, like, I'm a very big fan of him because I feel like he sets people back to reality and I feel like that's what we need in society, man. A lot of people are scared of the truth and you ain't scared to tell people what's really popping. Basically, the the video that I sent to Amir was, was a, a video that Kevin Samuels had, um, basically talking about one of his female friends. Um, she's a lawyer, young woman. Uh, like in the 30s, 40s, I think, you know, fairly young, but doing her thing, doing well. But she's single, got no kids, and she's been looking for love for years. And um, so he was just asking, like, yo, you know, like, what's the update on your love life? Like, you know, who you seeing? And she's basically telling him, like, yo, she's been, she was engaged for the fifth time and it didn't work out. And she was saying that, oh, she can't really find this. Basically, you know, she's, you know, that typical saying, oh, all men are. Now they, they can't find any good men out here. That's what she's saying. And he basically said, like, look, he, he set a straight instantly. It's like, look, you're fucking delusional. You've been engaged five times and you still think that you are not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm just going to say to you, and it just relates to so many people. And I feel like in, in this this instance, like, sometimes I feel like a lot of, like, a lot of women, like, they don't want to take any accountability. And he kind of just sets the, them sort of back to reality. It's like, look, like, you can't tell me that you've been engaged five times and you don't think that you are the problem in any shape, way or form. <laughs> you know what I'm just saying? I'm going to play, yeah, bro, you know me, I'd like to play devil's advocate. What if actually there was a problem with these five guys? <laughs> Have you got some tissue? I want to I want to take out this. this <laughs> I want to, hey, bro, but sorry, bust me the tissue at the back, please. Thank you, bro. Oh, you might as well. Yes, calm still. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, what, what did you want to say? You said you want to play devil at, devil's advocate. What if actually, yeah, let's just pretend. If. Okay. If. Just let's think if there okay. was actually a problem with. I like, I'm, I'm going to answer your question. Cool. Because there's always going to be that question. If. If. Okay. If. Dev, devil's advocate. She's been engaged five times, but all the, all the guys... Um, that she's met by chance are, as she says, not serious guys and they were idiots. Yeah. This still goes back to your decision-making of the people that you think are serious. So this still comes back to you having to take some sort of accountability. <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to say to you? It yeah. still comes back to it. No matter how you try to weave and run out of it, it still comes back to some sort of accountability. You know what I'm trying to say to you? Wait, so she got engaged five times. Five. Let me tell was you. Was there something. a so wait? There was a wedding. No, engaged is the stage before you get. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, no, no. But 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 like, did she get married to them and then realize, or like, what was she just engaged and then she realized? Okay. Yeah, just engaged. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wedding called off. I'm guessing because obviously when you get engaged, there's a wedding planned. So all, but all I swear, that. there's a process leading up to an engagement. Like, how long do you fucking? No, no, no. They, they, you make some of your girlfriend. And then when yeah, but how long were they boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, did you not realize whilst you were boyfriend and girlfriend? This is what he's trying to say. <laughs> Poor decision making. Everything. Wherever you look at it, she has to take some sort of accountability. Where, what from where? Whichever angle you choose to look at, even yeah, if yeah. you want to play devil's advocate, there's some sort of accountability she has to take, and that, that's where he was just g-checking us like babes like you can't be fucking serious <laughs> like, get me that's so dumb it's incredibly dumb like fam i want to know what the, i want to know what the problem was 
<laughs> well, yeah, she probably thinks that. But did she? She and she ended all five of them. Nah, he didn't say. He didn't. He, he didn't explain whether she ended it. Like whether she was the one who yeah, ended it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There must be. Maybe she felt that she they didn't live up to her standards or whatever. Yeah. No, I ended it. Yeah, I didn't think you know he was man enough for me. It's Tony Braxton shit. <laughs> you get me, but you get me like fam. Like even as a man, yeah, as a man, sometimes you, you have to even take accountability for the type of woman that you you yeah, choose yeah. to date. So why shouldn't you know the woman? Like you've been engaged five times, you don't think you have any issues? Damn. If that, if, what would you do if you were one of them? If and, I was one of the people, and then you found out later that yeah, she went to Kevin Samuels and said, "Yo, I didn't like any of them," and <laughs> I was one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, boy, it is what it is. I know me personally. I know that when it comes to when it comes to uh, a relationship, me, I'm I'm a relationship guy, and I'm not one of these guys that are it just fucks anything. And I I like you know if I'm in a relationship with someone, we make love. You get me? And mm. I like to stick to one woman. I don't really like to have sex with just random people. If that makes any sense. So me, I know I'm coming into a relationship with genuine. And, you know, what I'm saying to you. Yeah. yeah intentions and stuff so i know that there's certain things that a girl would never be able to say about me if i don't reach up to her standards then it is what it is but one thing i know is i'm gonna be honest and i'm gonna be myself mm. and those are two things that she can never take away from me so if she wants to blab my name out there if i was for example one of those guys then be it because what's the most you can say about me i didn't make six figures <laughs> or something i don't know didn't make enough my what, what could you say about me yeah. Well, would you date? Would you date a woman in the um in the entertainment business? Nah, I wouldn't. Still, I'm private as fuck. Why wouldn't you? Because I I I'm I'm traditional, man. I I don't you know when it comes to my relationship, I want that shit to be kind of like private and just cool for me. I don't really want to be in a celebrity relationship. You get me? Because I just find that shit corny. I don't like cameras. I do it for a living. You know what I'm trying to say to you? I'm used to. I work. In front of cameras for a living, I'm a, I'm a, what? I'm an actor. Let's say one day you meet an actress and set, and then you're like, yeah, she's <laughs> <laughs> laced with crack. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you know, I wanna, I wanna go out, I wanna go like a proper date. She's expecting to obviously, but she's interested in you. But obviously, you might feel some sort of the way. Like the same I would, way. I would let her know what man's looking for in a relationship, which is traditional. Still, I don't feel truly feel like if we're both busy. Remember, like man's, I do acting, music, and I've got my own podcast. Mm. If if I'm fairly busy and she's very busy, also, then how do we have time for each other? That don't make any sense. But what's wrong with that? What if you find someone outside of the entertainment business? And she's still fairly busy. Yeah, I mean, she can still be fairly busy, but I mean, it will be to a certain degree, I guess. She will be living a normal life, if you understand what I'm trying to say to you. Like, yeah, yeah. I want I want a regular <clears throat> woman. I don't want somebody that's in a celebrity because it's too much. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying to you? I want a so, sort of realism in my life, away from the cameras and that, you get me? I don't want a woman that's all concerned with Instagram and pictures and paparazzi and all that. I'm, I'm from the hood. That couple lace with crack. <laughs> you get me, like exactly. The pussy has to be laced with crack, though, as well. For you get me, but fucking nah, man. I'm not into dating anyone in entertainment. I, I like regular regular girls. You're in, man. Regular girls, you are still in fashion. None of those Insta baddies. Yeah, fuck all those Instagram baddies. No one from the Explore page? Oh, fuck them, bruv. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> I'm, bro, man's so real. Like, I, lo- I love regular women. Regular woman, you are in fashion. I love you. Mm. Yeah. You get me? Lace with crack! <laughs> <laughs> we lo- I love a regular woman, bro. You are in fashion. Nice, traditional, regular woman. I love them. You got all these Insta baddies now thinking, am I not? Yeah, you Am not. I not laced with crack? Yeah, nah. You're laced with something else. You might get a like from Yaks. <laughs> you won't get a DM, you know what I'm saying? Or I don't even DM people. I'm, I like to meet people in real life. So, yeah, that's how you know. I'm very traditional. Mm. You haven't, like, you haven't, 
what's wrong with people like moving to someone through DMs nowadays? I just don't find it authentic enough. Yeah. I don't. And I feel like it's a game. Mm. I sincerely do feel that way. I feel like overall it's like a game for people. I don't like that, man. I like it. I, I like to keep things very 90s, very early 2000s. Mm. I'm just a very nostalgic guy, man. Summertime is hot out. You meet someone. Excuse me, miss. I saw you from across the road. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that type of dude, man. Yeah. I'm old school. How's the acting career going? It is what it is. Yeah. Getting on with it, though, man. Getting things going. I think that sometimes, as, as a nap to you, once you reach a certain stage and when you, once you've done a certain caliber of things, I've been in like, a lot of award winning stuff. Like sometimes I wouldn't even be like, things would be quiet and I'll just be hearing something like, yo, this film I've been in, it's gone for award. Like it's this, like Europe's best this or it's gone to America, mm-hmm. this sort of stuff. So yeah, like, I feel like as a actor, once you reach a certain stage, man, you should uh, just maintain, even if things get quiet and just work on getting to the next level. I mean, I'm trying to get onto like a TV show or, you know, obviously the commercial checks are very good, you know, get like a, I, I was in Puma, like, not too long ago, like, a year ago, a year and a half. Yeah, like, a year and a half ago, I did the big Puma advert. Mm-hmm. That leveled me up into a next stage. I feel like if I should get something in commercials, if I get something a bit bigger, then that will be me. And then, you know, from there, really just TV shows. But, yeah, I ain't going to lie to you. You know, man's very real, so I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the pandemic, it did affect my career, but I still kept it going. I know me and you, we got something going. Yeah, yeah. We got something planned. Um, with the acting How did that Puma role Come, come about mm, Yeah That came about From a um, That came about From a modeling agency I was with basically Audition just came in It was last minute I smashed it out I'd worked like a Double <laughs> shift That week as well That date same day as well I got it Sent it off Like fucking 2am Got the recall like the next fucking day, and I got a call. I, it wasn't even a call because I remember my agent. This, this agent, like, she was quite. Uh, what's the word when someone's quite shrewd, quite blunt. very serious, quite blunt? Yeah, she just said fun show. Dot dot dot. You got the job. Mm. <laughs> she just literally said fun show. Dot dot dot. You got the job. It was that text message? Yeah, in a text message. Like, usually, like, she's not the most bubbly person. I'm not with this woman anymore. But she's, you know, one of them very serious people. Like, that's just very, like, oh, yeah. Like, she, she doesn't have any emotion. Like, I just landed a fucking big job. And she was just like, fun show. Dot, dot, dot. You got the job. Dot at the end. <laughs> and I was like, raw. I was like, Wow. That, that is amazing. Yeah, then I think <laughs> then I think I called you. Yeah. No, you where were you when you got the role? Weren't you with Aaron? No. I Aaron I was with Aaron when the thing aired. I was when I got the job when I got the job, I was walking back from work that I'd just basically wanted to that I basically just quit at actually. It was that something out of a movie? Yeah. I'd literally just quit a job working for for a manager that was a fucking bitch. Absolutely <laughs> fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to keep it real. Like, fuck off. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, that's how she used to talk. Mm. Funny enough, that's how she used to actually talk to people. Literally, she'd be like, get upstairs now. <laughs> like to grown ass people. Like people used to complain about this manager being disrespectful as fuck. I was just like, man, everybody, nobody liked him. But I think she'd do anyway. But basically that same day I was at work and I, I complained. I, I wasn't feeling well. And I told the manager, like, look, I'm going to go home. I'm not really feeling well. I said, ah, oh, what do you mean you're not feeling well? You know what? You can have the day off what we're going to talk about your future after. And I just like, you know what? There's no worries to do that because I ain't coming back anyway. I just walked out, <laughs> and the next thing, man got a call when I was walking over London Bridge. Man just got the text, you got the job, you're going Paris. It's like yeah, first overseas job landed. 
And I was just like, yeah, I just, I was grateful to God that happened, man. Even though I've been for a lot, man, I always stay grateful, you get me? What was that like? What was that like? What being... No, when you went abroad, like, what, what was the process like? I'm not going to lie to you, fam. When I went abroad, like, because it's the first time I'd, I'd, I got paid to leave the country. You understand what I'm trying to say to you? Like, mm -hmm. this ain't a vacation. This wasn't a date. This was like, nigga, you got this work. I, I booked you for a contract. You're going overseas. You know what I'm saying? What did and they give you, though? What, money-wise? I'm not going to ask for how much yeah, you got. But okay. when you went okay. there... You're teasing me, naughty, naughty. <laughs> yeah, what, how much did I go? Fuck, I am finished. <laughs> <laughs> I am finished. <laughs> Bear man was in my pockets when I got that Puma job, you know. You know who you are. <laughs> Bear, bro, when I got that Puma job, you know everybody thought I made it. Everybody thought I was rich. I swear to God, Bear people, you know how these rappers say to you, like when they fight, sign their first record deal, like everybody's on them. Like, yo, they maybe go buy, their, buy a mad car. They go yeah. shopping where everybody's like, they know you just got a mad advance or something. Like everybody just starts hollering you. Like, boy, I experienced that for the first time. But the fact is that the money was good money, but it wasn't like life changing money. But everybody thought it was. I cannot go to Tesco anymore. <laughs> Bro, so because everybody sort of thought I've made it, like some people thought that there was dick riding a bit. You why is that? Why 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 do people do that, man? In every podcast I do, I always ask why. Why? 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 why, why? I'm gonna make a monster of Jimmy be like, wow, why? 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 The answer's easy, man. What, what, what? How much did they pay you per day for food? Oh, for was that all, was that all covered? No, for the food budget, they actually gave me cash. Like they gave me the equivalent of probably like fifty pounds for my food. Like literally, I was dinner because, like, um, the. Sh Obviously, I get fed at the shoot in it, so they gave me like literally like fifty pounds just for my dinner. Blood. You got day. wait fifty pounds per day just for food. Yeah, literally. Well, lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, literally. From what I can remember, fifty. But like, you must have that like, you could have brought grocery groceries for yourself. Oh, bro, man had left. Like yeah, yeah. Man, they, they told man keep the change. Obviously, get me. Like man, they weren't like counting it. They just gave man like. Do what you got to do with it. Yeah. You could have bought the cheapest food and just still had extra money for when you come back. Yeah, I think I took back like thirty pound. Like thirty. No, fair enough. Pound, like, left back with me because I had to buy some things. So, but the money that they gave me, I think I I bought some extra things because I had like. You know the charging points in Paris are different. So when I tried to use my charger, it was different. I needed an adapter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. that's what they gave me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but the, the hotel wasn't that great. Why? It was a cheap hotel, my guy. I ain't gonna lie to you. They put man in a cheap hotel. Like, but you know what it is. How many stars, brother? I, I, I don't even know. What did it seem like? Three, four. Definitely not four. <laughs> I know what the four stars like. Uh, uh, it was like I don't know, probably like a two, three. Wow, bastards! Yeah. Well, yeah, they tried to be cheap still, but you know what it is. I was just grateful that it was my first overseas shoot. I said, you know what? What I said, I said a prayer that that I was like, you know what? This is the first of many. I was like, I know there's going to be a time where after this one, they're going to put man in some big boy hotels. Hopefully. Yeah. Like, they're going to give me the chauffeur. You get me? They're going to give me, you know, certain first class, everything. <laughs> I know there's going to gonna be a time where that gets. Yeah, so I was just grateful to have my first overseas shoot, fam. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, just getting ahead to them and just like proving the haters wrong, man, because it's, it's, I've come a long way. When did you do Red Devil? Was that before or after? Red Devil was done in 2018. Uh, when was the Puma? 2019. Talk to me the process of like getting Red Devil. Okay, so the process of getting Red Devil, that, that was an independent film mm. um, that ended up on Amazon Prime, by the way. Go check that. It's called Red Rage now, though. The name has changed. Why? I don't, I'm not too sure. 
What the hell? But it, yeah, probably rats, but they changed it from Red Devil to Red Rage. Um, but uh, yeah, that's on Amazon Prime right now. Look, to tell you the truth, the first time I went there for the audition, I thought I flopped. I thought I flopped the audition because mm. I in in the audition, I basically um I was I was meant to do an English accent, but I just kept slipping into an American accent because the monologue was from an American movie. But little did I know that they were highly impressed by that. When the man got the call back, they was like, yo, you're talented. And the guy just loved man. You get me? director in it and but i got the call back like like a month for the, it was time i thought that job that i'd lost it i think i got that job like six weeks after i did the audition i thought like fam well how long does it usually take to, to get a call back what's the um, basically what, they didn't that? call me back they just gave me the role oh, so right. Usually for a callback, they'll give it to you within a few days. Yeah. And then they'll confirm the role with you like a week after. This went on for like weeks. And then that's when I got the call. I was like, fam, I thought I'd I thought I'd lost this job. You understand what I'm trying to say to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got it. I was like, fucking no. Sound it felt weird. You get me? But then what you know, that that was the process with that man. Literally. That was that was the process with Red Rage. And who did you work with? Like what actors? Uh, Adam Deacon. What was he like? Uh, yeah, he's a cool dude. He's very humble, very down to earth. Um, obviously, I think I was the youngest on set, so that man kind of embraced me. Uh, one thing I like about Adam Deacon, he showed encouragement with very little thing. I didn't know I was going to be working until Adam Deacon until I walked inside the room. <laughs> oh, they didn't tell you he was going to be in it, like during the. They didn't tell me, but there was a lot of celebrities in that film. <laughs> I'm telling you. There was a lot of like kind of well-known people in that film that you wouldn't even. When I went to the red carpet, that's when I realized one of the girls that I think was in Soul Train, you know, um, Soul Plane with Snoop Dogg and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Like a very well-known Brazilian actress. Oh, I know. I know what film you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think he's like he's wearing like a purple suit. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A very well-known Brazilian actress in there, but I, I didn't know that. Yeah, she beautiful, beautiful. I, I wanted to get like a picture because I was looking fly that day myself. I wanted to you because everybody's taking pictures on red carpet. I kind of wanted to take a pic with her, but mm -hmm. people because she's mad beautiful. People were just people's honor. You got me. So I kind of wanted to get, but I couldn't. Every time I tried to walk up to her, she was. You get me, but yeah, there was quite a few big names in in that film. But yeah, Adam Deacon was just one of them. You had Connor McCauley, um, McConnelly. You had a uh, few big names, man. Uh, Vaz Green, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Roderick Burrows, um, yeah. There was a few, but obviously, me and Adam Dean is that me and Adam Deacon. That was just our our scene together. But yeah, he showed a lot of encouragement. He uses a was a good dude but i didn't know i was going to be working with him too he worked we walked inside like the dressing room and then i just saw adam deacon there and starts looks like yeah we're working together it's like right bro. did you chat to him yeah of course we spoke you know we're in the same scene together yeah, yeah 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 like so we spoke but um yeah literally he's good man we spoke a bit i was a red carpet event do you remember that i had to pretend that i um I was actually part of the film. I couldn't be. I, I had paparazzi there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the paparazzi was there. But I had to bring you along, fam, because I just thought, fam, we've been on this journey like for years to go. Like, I, like, I had to bring my bro Amir. Like, mm. I had to bring you there. But how was the event? Like, they, they were not allow anybody on the red carpet unless you were actually part I, of the production. Unless you were in the. But yeah, so, so all these paparazzi were trying to whip out IMDb. And they were like, yeah, so what's your name in the film so I can like tag you in the photo when, when we release it? And I was like, I was like, oh, no, 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 you won't be able to find him. I'm like right at the bottom, you know, it's going to take some time. But I'll just send you my email so you can forward me like, the photos and stuff. I didn't even know you're sneaky. <laughs> you're sneaky. I was like, what? Well, I got an opportunity to be on the red carpet and you want me to take, and you want to take that away from me? Get the fuck out. <laughs> you must be laced with a crack. <laughs> You say, yeah, I know you're a crafty nigga still. You just managed to get in. <laughs> yeah. Came all this way for what? 
Yeah, blood. You just managed to get in. Yeah. Now I saw that when I saw him on the red carpet. I was like, "Hang on, he's a guest. He's my guest." <laughs> How the hell was he on the red carpet? I'm thinking, fucking oh, he's crafty. I was like, he's a hustler still. Be careful though, because they might see this and be like, "Yeah, we're gonna come after this guy." Um, no, you are allowed to bring. I think we're gonna keep an eye out on this Omega who keeps sneaking into red carpets. I think with the red carpet, does he think he is? I think you are allowed to bring two guests. I was trying to bring my boy Kane. Mm. I was trying to bring you, but Kane, he was working and he was not trying to get off work. Um, they, they didn't let him get off work, rather, actually. Not that he was, they didn't let him get off. So I was like, you know what? Me and Mary just came suiting and booted. Yeah. That was some flash shit, man. What's so tough about the acting industry? Like, okay, maybe you may not be an A-list, though. But like, have you from your, from your perspective, have you have you seen anything or realized anything that okay? Like, I would say what's hard about the entertainment business is a lot of the false promises and that. I've had directors promise me roles, mm. and like even you know with even like a recent film and did like directors like promising that yo you're in my next film you're in my next film you're in my next film, and I took his word for it, a man. He did the film. He shot it with all my uh, previous um, castmates. And I, he didn't call me up for it. And obviously, I didn't get offended. But it just reminded me of this, like, the, the highs and lows of the industry. And it like, rah, like, I've had directors promise me roles and literally just say, and, and literally just not fall through them promises. You get me? Mm-mm-mm. But, I'm not crying about it because obviously I know it happens to everybody in the entertainment business that people promise you shit and they lie. You know, maybe forget about you. I think that's that's the hardest shit. You know, when people promise you things and, and don't do it, but you know, I'm a hustler regardless. I work hard for everything man's got. You know, coming from the environment we come from, we're kind of raised not to really complain and just go get it. The average person would have like, gone on Instagram and started getting angry at that and drawing people me but I didn't do that but I just kept I, I kept it in the back of my mind I'm like you know what when when big things are coming for me again you're going to remember that you did that and I'm going to be the one in position where to turn you down or not like, you know I'm sorry I'm booked now Yeah. so yeah I guess you know it's not easy coming from the bottom that's one thing I'll say word to nipsey hustle it's not easy coming from the mud like man's come in this business by myself done everything myself i barely received any handouts like, even with the music like you get me in the podcast like man started everything from the bottom to the you know myself so i guess that's the hardest thing about the acting entertainment business i'd say yeah it's just like you know i'd say what i hate in the in the acting industry is sometimes like I feel like sometimes your efforts are ignored and sometimes promises are given to you and they're not fulfilled like sometimes obviously that bothers man uh, it would bother anybody in any and I'm not trying to say to you it just happens in the entertainment business sometimes you could be in any industry and somebody's like yo like your manager could be like yo by the way I've got a position for you giving you five grand more you're already planning what you're going to do with that money. You understand what I'm trying to say to you? Okay, cool. I'm going to replace my car. I'm going to do this, going to do that. And then he just, like, when he's meant to give it to you, he just ignores you. You know? And obviously, one second, sorry. And obviously, like, that kind of bothers me. Like, even that there's times where I've done auditions with the same cast and director time after time after time, and she still hasn't given me something. When man's got a relationship with her, Man's done auditions with her in and out for years and she knows who I am. And there's instances and that like she, you know, I feel like, yeah, maybe she sees something in me. That's why she calls me back all the time. Maybe she wants to, but she still hasn't given me something and actually chose to partner up with me on something. That sometimes it's that, it's that that I hate, you know, because I don't mind. I'll do the hard work, but, you know, for people to keep to their word and stuff. Yeah, that's what's what bothers me. Doesn't that usually happen with like alias Hollywood actors as well? They barely like some. They might even go through stages where they don't even get a role for like quite some time. The difference is with alias actors. 
once you get to a certain stage in your acting career, once you're getting uh, between like, let's say for a TV series, you're getting 500,000 for six months or you're getting a film where you've been paid 1.1, you don't give a fuck if you don't work for it. <laughs> mm. Or yeah, because you know, A, you've done big things. They're going to hire you sometime. And A, you're sitting on seven figures. Regardless, mm-hmm. your yeah, house yeah. is paid for. Mm. You got two luxury cars that's paid for. You got money savings that's gone. If you all you need to do is kick back, and by the way, with that money, you can even put your own production up. Or you get me, you could just wait a couple months and somebody can give you something. Or there's plenty paid opportunities that you get in between that anyway. So that's a different stage. You're not really fussed when you're young and you're coming up like me, and you've been. I'm 25, but I've been doing this hardcore for like. I've met you for almost 10 years. I've been doing this for almost solidly for eight years, not quit pushing on hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah I can, I've, I've seen it through you as well, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you get me like at that, at that state stage. So it, it hurts more when I guess you're younger, you need those opportunities. I guess when people promise you blatant things and man, I just ignore you. It's like, rah, you get me. Mm. Man's actually said, yo, Oh, yo, by the way, you are in this. Worked with you before, giving you this big opportunity now, so just get prepared and stuff. What, what if they're like in a planning stage? You need that reassurance, right? You just want that reassurance from them. Like, am I still in this? What? So you're saying that, what if I was to ask? Yeah. The thing is, is that I don't, I don't, I know my worth in it. So I'm not really the type of guy that wants to really, like, why should I kind of beg if man's kind of, mm. like, we've already had this conversation before. Like, I can't be the only one that doesn't really like to repeat myself, like, constantly. You understand what I'm trying to say to you? I'm not, like, you get me. And I've like, done that. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. And just do it, yeah. yeah. So I think you know, with some directors, like man, man's done that. But then sometimes it's a thought, you know what? Let me just give it some time. Maybe they generally will holler me. But man's been very proactive in between. Set up my own podcast, got music coming out. Hey, they're seeing that they're gonna respect it. Like, raw, this guy isn't just an actor. <laughs> you get me? This guy's set up. You know, like I'm very proud of YBG. Yeah. I'm very proud of where I'm taking the music. You get me? These are realizations during the pandemic as well, because if I don't think if the pandemic didn't happen, I don't think YBG would have happened. Do you think so? Maybe hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. If the pandemic didn't happen, all I would have been doing was smashing out these acting roles and probably gotten the music out. I wouldn't have set up YBG. Mm-hmm. And YBG, I believe, is about to open some big doors for me. People are seeing my personality. People are loving me. Blogs are reposting me. Influencers. I've reposted my things. Mm-hmm. I've only been doing this for how long? When did we set up YBG? Not two months ago, maybe. Two months ago. So you see that. So yeah, everything does happen for a reason. If not for the pandemic, I probably wouldn't have set up YBG. You are right. Mm. <laughs> Do you think the acting would have taken off though, at least if there was no pandemic? 100%. Bro. Mm. 100%. 100%. doubt about it that it would have taken off 100% but it is what it is I know that I'm about to make good revenue with this podcast and this music and this acting so everything happens for a reason yeah man I know so You know what I'm saying? Now I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Playboy. That's just, that's about to go. It's about to go down. Literally, bro. Yeah, fam. There was a moment after Puma. Though it was like it was like wait, it was it was Puma. No, Red Red Rage, Puma. But then there was something after that. I can't remember what it was. Existence. No, but before. <laughs> There's another one before Red Rage as well. I can't remember. Yeah, Marat. 
I did Moret. I did. I did. I found I've worked. I've done done bare things. I yeah, bro. We, you established that already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like modeling. Remember, mum was doing like modeling, like commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was paid nice. You did one with Parsalu. Yeah, I did a Beats headphones. Yeah. Big up a good what was that? What was the pro- what was the process like for that one? Uh, to be honest, the cast was quite big for that. Um, with the Beats headphones commercials, I got that. I did that like literally like in December, innit? Yeah. Um, I basically just took the opportunity as a as a as an opportunity to network. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um. By the way, that Beats commercial is out now. Everyone, if you go and want to go watch that, it's on YouTube. Big up, Parsley. Is the fact that, is it tough that you, when you get called for like an advert, you're not really at the front of it? Obviously, when they say Parsley, yeah, you, ex- you you expect you expect to be in, obviously you're in the advert with Parsley, but you're not really I'm your face. I used to be in the lead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're not really the lead though. Yeah, that was hard. Like kind of set man back to me. <laughs> it kind of humbled me. I can't lie to you. That kind of humbled me. It's like, yeah, we're really in a motherfucking pandemic. <laughs> why what what happened then? Yeah, nigga, because I was basically like an extra. That's why. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what really set you. It was like, damn, like I remember when I was an extra. Do you remember back in midweek new to him when I used to yeah, flip yeah, do acting? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. for me. There were some few roles as well where I was extras. I was an extra. Yeah, I remember. Gee, what a flip! Flip what? What the hell, man? Being an extra is, n- bro. It's mad. It's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. What? Especially if the weather's bad. Bro, you rock up on set. I, r- I went to this one shoot. It was with Idris Elba and flipping Gemma Arterton. Yeah. I had to play one of the drama students. I'm sitting in this waiting room, like this green room, this area in the whole, like I don't know, some type of green room or corridor. I can't remember what it so was. They treat you like a prisoner there, isn't it? No, but they treat you well. Though. They always make sure that you're good and all, you know, like there were runners there always making sure that you were fed and whatnot. But like I wasn't seen after five or six hours. You're just Brother, sitting there the, waiting you, for you, your role. You, you've had it better than me because anything that I've had to do where I've not been the lead and I've had to do maybe sort some sort of extra role, like the, the treatment hasn't been that great. As an extra from experience, from as an extra, I don't think my my experience hasn't been that great. Yeah, it hasn't. Yeah, bro. At I, the like at the end of it, my bit I, wasn't even shown in the movie. I know people. That have made thousands just of being extras alone, but me personally, I yeah, people have it as a full time job. I'm not saying it's a bad thing in it, yeah, but yeah. sometimes it's like the way you get treated isn't. It's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. Yeah. Everybody should be valued on set just equally as you know the, all not, the A-listers. Not, man, I'm telling you, and I've seen both sides of that because remember, I've been the forefront of a yeah. huge one of the biggest brands in the whole world. Mm. I've been the forefront of it, and I've also been an extra on like Tarzan. And you see it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't like it, but it pushes me. Because like I said to you, I'm a hustler, bro. Like, I make the worst, I make the the best out of a worst situation. You get me? Like, I try to use everything as motivation. No matter how much pain man's going through, man feels so pissed off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I was on set for Tarzan as an extra, I told myself, one day I'm going to be back in these trailers. You get me? What was your role in Tarzan? <laughs> Tarzan. <laughs> that was my first ever thing. Like I had to be an extra. I had to be one of the village men. Were you seen it? Are you seen it in the film? Uh, bro, I've never watched that film. It's been like what? Tw- how long was twenty fourteen? Like six years ago. One of my boys was in Tarzan. Yeah. Yeah. What's the worst set you've ever been on? <laughs> the worst set. Ooh. What's the What's the one set you went on and they treated you like absolute shittington? Yeah, I would say the extra thing. Yeah, I would say I would yeah. say the Tarzan. Yeah, I'd say yeah. I got I was I was an extra then times eighteen. I got I did yeah. I, got, I remember in middle week treated well. I remember middle week Newton, One guy was like, "Yo, I had to do, be an extra for that film Pan." You know, with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He goes, "Yeah, I played like this um, cave flipping digger, or whatever," and we all had to get our face all mudded up. 
And this one like Was that the other black guy who was like, I can't remember. But he was like, Yeah, one makeup artist came up to me, took off my hat, wiped mud all over my forehead and put and put down my hat. And he looked at it, was like, Why? I'm not even gonna be on camera. Why'd you have to go that far for? It doesn't make sense. And what did he reply? She was like, No, you know realism. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They don't care, bro. But, but you know the way man, they, yeah, they, all, they all got showers, robes, towels. Yeah. I remember when I had to shower. Yeah, the towels had extra thing, blood. It was like walking into a jail house. <laughs> Open shower act, everybody. Bag of youths. Bag of youths, bro. Bag of them. It was mad. Bro, like man to see bare man that's fully naked. Fucked. Bare youths, bro. That might be normal at gym, school, prison, but what? Bro, prison is where that when you go to jail, it's an open you get me. In jail, it's open showers. Uh, there's only a few jails where I think a man may get his own bathroom and shower. There's only a few, I think. You get me? But yeah, that's what it's like when I walked in there. But like I said to you, all these experiences are just humbling, fam. It pushed man to be like, yo, how can I quit when I know my where man's come from? <laughs> it's like, no fucking way, bro. Forget that. Yeah, it was open shout. I never even oh, said that. That's but you, that's how much of a of a not complainer I am. I, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't, if, you, if, you're, if you're around me, you know, man, do not complain. I've been through a lot worse things than you think about that. I just do not tell you, like. And do you know what? Some of these casting agencies take so long to pay you, bro. Oh, of course, bro. Oh, you already know they took my long with the payment. God. That three hundred and something pound. Of course, they took long to pay it. Of course, they did. There was a guy I remember for the one with Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah. I could rocked up on set at like what eleven a.m. because everybody the casting ca- casting time was. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. All the extras. Well, the extras rocked up at, I think, 7 a.m. in the morning. But I told them, I was like, look, I'm going to be late because I need to go do something. So I rocked up at 11 a.m. Yeah. It was one dickhead on set. I think at the end, they were just taking everybody's names and surnames and see what time they reached on, like, the register. I was like, yeah, I rocked up at 11 a.m. One guy was like, no, you rocked up at 2 p.m. I'm like, shut the fuck. How can man say that? Shut the fuck. You don't even, bro, I don't know these people. you don't even know that, brother? I don't know anybody on this set. Don't even try it. But he looked like one of those, you know them troublemaker kids? Yeah. He actually, he was all professional, rocking up with with a flipping suitcase and all. Oh, one of them. Yeah, yeah, them ones, yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) I hate him so much, bro. I hate him so much, I thought about him three times on my way here, bro. I don't even have I even. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, has man actually ever worked with any fucking pricks before? I'm trying to think. Who's the worst? I don't think I've, I've ever. But all that cast have technically been good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I ain't worked with any like super pricks before. Like every man's been pretty cool. Like. Yeah. It's more people on the outside, man. You know, when you're an actor, bro, everybody has something, fucking something to say about you, bro. I find it interesting because, you know, I'm only doing this because, like, I feel the aim is to interview people. You be on a podcast with people who've, who who need to be seen within the industry, yeah? I need to see it from people's perspective, like, up-and-coming perspective. Yeah. Like, obviously, directors, producers get so much exposure. But, say... Obviously, also editors too, but you also want to hear it from their side. Yep. Yeah. And like even people up and coming who just entered the acting industry, you also want to hear it from them and see their perspective. See what I'm going with them. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's, we always hear from the from the elites, but let's maybe let's let's give people who are up and coming a chance. I can like, tell you, I ain't new to this business at all. When people see me and my fucking G wagon and big ass chain, don't go hate on man. Ask of me, I've been in this a decade deep, because you know some people could get confused. You know, some people see you shining, and some people see you finally making some good money or getting what you deserve. And people can find it and look and be like, "Ah, oh, he's only twenty five. Ah, oh, bet he's just one of these guys that blew up overnight." Nigga, you are fucking crazy. Mm. <laughs> 
that's when I'll go to them and like, oh, ask Amir. He's been there. Let him tell. I'm not even gonna say. Let him, him tell you what man's been through. Because you know, like I said, to you we live in an era where people just make assumptions. People could see man shining, buying a nice car, out here traveling, taking flights. And but before all of this kicked off, did you have? Did anybody doubt you? <sighs> Bro, everyone, of course. <laughs> yeah, everybody's fucking chatting shit to me. Same way everybody's probably done it to other people that are successful. People did it to Kanye. Oh, but I think it is part of uh, But I bet people came calling back on after once you got that Puma roll. Even today, bro, somebody was even some sixty year old man was talking a bit. Oh, hello there. <laughs> he was he was he was saying a few ignorant things to me. Like, bro, I get it all the time. I've learned to just kind of ignore it. And it's the same people that will come back and be like, Oh, I remember him. He was oh yeah. Remember him, yeah, nice guy. Oh, son, yeah, son, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember him doing very well. Yeah, I was like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Man, <laughs> shut up. No, shut up. Get out of here. Get out of here, man. God damn it. You're on the sleep like this. Damn, man, you died. Like I said, it's those same people in your Instagram comments that will be bigging you up in a man. Say, oh, bro, you big up. Yes, bro. Yes, yes. Those are the comments that I hear. More bots. Who's high right now? <laughs> Who's that? Just random bot comments. comments. Yeah, there's this one guy, bro. Yeah. And under every single thing, he'd be like, oh, he's high right now. Well, I'm high as fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fuck, you know, I hate those. Would you date me? <laughs> oh, blood, fuck them. Do I look good in this picture? I know. When the Puma, when when I did the Puma, yeah, yep. it was bear trolls in the comments. Like, like, bear man started to find out. Like, you know, because it's football, I did Puma football. Yeah. And you know, worldwide, people mm. love football, soccer, whatever. Yeah. So there was like a few, um, there was like some, some Africans in the comments who realized that the person in this advert is from African heritage. They could tell by like my name. Usually, not a lot of people know where my name is from. Mm-mm. When people meet me, most people just assume maybe I'm Jamaican or like Ghanaian or something. Or most people don't really know where my actual name is from. But it was like a few like Nigerians like who obviously fans of just the advert. And when Puma tagged me, they kind of saw it. Or, or, or I put myself in the comments. They saw, oh, this guy's. He's Nigerian. Let me troll him a little bit. Get me what it's like, brother. I don't fucking know you. Well, what kind of stuff were they saying? They're like, oh, uh, they're like, oh, don't, don't, uh, don't eat heavy pounded yams and stuff. <laughs> they were just chatting shit like, yeah. oh, bro, like, there's one guy who was like, to oh, but keep, keep your shape. Don't eat too much pounded yam and shit. I was like, brother, just fuck off. But you're gonna get there anyway. You go regardless. Like, I don't you're even know you. Like you're, you're just. You're Have you not seen the, the comments with Hello Aziz in the first video, bro? Yeah. Do you know what's so funny about the first episode? People are like, oh, this guy won't shut the fuck up. He keeps on laughing. <laughs> he keeps on laughing. But bro, I stopped laughing after seven minutes. That's how you know. They didn't watch the full episode. Yeah. So you just get after seven minutes, people chatting shit exactly seven minutes on the mark. That's when I stop laughing, and that's when I start becoming. That's how you can tell they didn't watch it. But like I said to you, people get familiar with you. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I told you, there was a couple of trolls in a. They look at they, they look at one thing for like a minute. They're like, yeah, it's gonna be like this for the rest of the um, video, movie, or yeah, not. Just, people just chat shit, bro. Yeah, there was a couple of trolls, bro. I was just like, brother, you don't fucking know me. Don't think because you see man's name now. <laughs> That is a friend to God. <laughs> Good morning, Fun Show. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Just like, get the fuck out of here. Shut up. It's three in the morning. Three in the fucking morning. <laughs> yeah, there's people chatting shit, bro. So, what are we expecting soon from you? Music? Of course. Yeah, the music. Yeah. Obviously, more shit with the podcast. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, music, more stuff with the podcast, and definitely acting. Um, me and you have got something coming with the new scene that we're going to be doing. Um, I'm going to get that smashed out of the way, and I'm just going to carry on smashing out these auditions. 
And uh, yeah, to be honest, I'm not going to lie to you. I, th- I think within the next couple of years, I might have to consider relocating to the States for for a little while. Or something like that. Sweden as well. Yeah, bro. Where in the States? Uh, where in the States? I think I might have to go to Atlanta for a while. I feel like more people need What's to the fuss with Atlanta? Place. Why is everybody, why does everybody want to go to Atlanta? It's like the black industrial capital of America. Yeah. And it's the wealthiest black city. It's the wealthiest city in America with the most black people. Yeah, like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's it's the most the richest black people in America. Like the most the wealthiest black people in America. They they live in Atlanta. Why that specific state though? Is there, is there, is there like a long, it's just it's yeah, the heritage. It's the South, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think over the years, a lot of successful black people they just end homes mm. in Atlanta and it just became like I know that was quite obviously of I know Atlanta in it but it's like from the artists that I listen to all of them are from Atlanta majority, majority of them yeah me all. personally nothing against Atlanta music it's not for me because I'm a I'm kind of soulful so I'm, I'm it's all trap it's all like trap yeah sort of like I'm into trap, the yeah. New York original type of New York hip-hop sound and I'm into like Philadelphia soul R&B yeah. You get me, but I feel like Atlanta. I might have to be there. I might. I was t- ch- chatting to my cousin. I said I might have to go to Atlanta for a few months, but obviously that requires money. So I'm gonna have to get some shoots here. I'm gonna get you know, get a couple commercials here, get couple get casted for some things here, and stack that money, put that in some savings, and maybe within the next year or two, I might have to go out there because I, I genuinely feel like more people need to see my face. I feel like with what I'm capable of. So I'm probably gonna have to go out there with a stack, and maybe go out there for a few months. I was chatting to my cousin about it. I definitely feel that way. And if I'm in a relationship uh, by then as well, she'll probably come with me. Go out there for a few months, bro. I wish you all the best. Definitely, definitely. You know how it goes, but you know, if I'm big things ahead, <laughs> I I wish us uh, big bags in the bank account. Hopefully, we can do another one of this as well. See. Yeah. Give give like a little life update. And beautiful wives with pussy lace with crap. <laughs> <laughs> I big up, big up, big up. <laughs> Alright, thank you, bro. I shot everything. Cool. Love, love, love. Big up.